0: Hi, I'm Kate and I'm Mandy and this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and the sober
1: curious. Hi and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and the sober curious and this is episode 68 um, and today we're going to be talking about comfort zones and um, trying to take a bit of a 360 look at them good and bad and how to boss them basically and I think as much as like everything we talk about on the podcast it's a work in progress it's like it's like almost like online therapy isn't it like trying to have a chat about all this stuff and going oh okay I've never thought about it like that so um yeah so we're going to look at comfort zones but um first before we do that we'll do our check-in uh so hi Mandy hello how are you
0: doing um yeah i'm all right i'm a I'm a bit grumpy today, so I'll try and put my happy happy shoes on. I don't know why I just think i I'm, I'm a bit tired funnily enough um <laughs> but other than that, I am all right yeah not much to
1: report and you mm-hmm. um I'm quite tired as well. I've not been sleeping great the last few. Well, I had that weird one, didn't I, where we spoke on Saturday when I woke up at midday, which was like, I never do that. I'm always up at about six. So that was really weird. And then I've been waking up in the middle of the night and worrying about things. So my sleep's a bit bad at the moment. Um, But having said that, yeah, I slept really, I did sleep well last night, but I am still tired but I think part of that is that whole you know emerging out of winter and still feeling quite depleted because it's cold outside and dark so you know I think it's still about that you know almost like little animals coming out from underground
0: and blinking I sort of got that feeling really I keep poking my head out and deciding to go back in at the moment (laughs) Yeah, is it over yet? No. Okay, I'm going back to hiding. I don't like it. It's a bit like,
1: yeah. All right, enough already. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah.
1: So, comfort zones.
0: Yeah. Well, this kind of came up for you, didn't it? Because you were feeling pretty rubbish, Mm. and then you went and did something wacky, Mm -hmm. and it made you feel bit better. Yeah. And so it was like, wow, you put yourself, you know, out of your comfort zone. Mm. Um and then it was like, oh, when is you know, when is it a good thing? And when is it when do you need to self protect or something, you know? So mm. yeah, that's kind of how it came up. So what what tell tell everyone what 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 was going on and, and what you did.
1: Yeah. So I'd really you know one of those I was really down wasn't I last week. So I think I had my period, so that was kind of that. So obviously the hormones were there. And I can't remember, you know, the ongoing sort of daily dramas of what was going on with my son. So there was definitely stuff there, but I can't even remember just because there's so much every day is like EastEnders. I can't remember the episode that was like last week. But there's definitely something going on with that. Um yeah, and I felt really shit and I kept going, right, okay, so I've been doing yoga, I've been being mindful, I've done journaling, I've used my toolkit, I was just like on and on and on and I, I couldn't work it out and then two, I did two things, so one lovely Helen who was over from Australia said she had tickets to go and see a play in london that her friend had directed which is an amazing uncle vanya and we had this box but that was a bit out of my comfort zone because i get very anxious on the tube and um and i actually got off a stop earlier and had a bit of a long walk because i just was having some kind of panic attack on the tube um and then i was fine on the way back interestingly it's always on the way there that that happens right. and then so that was amazing um so that that really helped and then I um we booked Go Ape on the Sunday and so it was like thinking about the family like what can we do as a family because to get us out of the house to stop us moaning at each other and you know just build some happy memories so I found myself at the top of kind of the tree these trees in a harness going what am I doing (laughs) Because I was actually quite scared. And then all my mum alert was going off as well because I was like, right, is my daughter clipped in uh, properly? And you've got to stay clipped. Like you've got these two clips yeah. and then you've got a different thing and one you've always – and I remember the last time I did it, which was about 10 years ago, I remember I suddenly went, fuck, I've taken off I'd taken off both clips and I was at the top of this kind of tree. Um. So obviously I could have fallen to my death that yeah. then. So I was really worried because I had the mum hat on as well. Oops. And um so yeah, but but just time, it was really weird because it was well in that kind of flow kind of thing where we were like, How long have we been up here? And it was like we've been up there for two hours and it felt like half an hour having a real laugh and um yeah. I just felt brilliant afterwards, like proper adrenaline. It's brilliant.
0: Well, there's two things to unpick there, I suppose. So if you're going back to like going to the theatre like what is it about you know how we get older and things that didn't used to impact us Mm. you know impact us like you know you said before you never used to get anxiety on the tube so it's like what what is it you know I guess it's that thing of like I was talking to my kids about this about how you know when when you're young you just have no fear or no experience Mm. I suppose um and so, you know, you can throw yourself, I mean, I used to throw myself down the Robber common in Stroud on like a, a lid of a, like, biscuit tin, you know, in the snow, just like, the, the, or like a plastic bag or whatever, because I didn't have a, you know, a sledge. Aww. And then there's just like, no way in a million years I do that now, mm. because I've got too much kind of experience and knowledge about that. So mm. that's part of it. But then... It, it's that kind of i guess it's a trigger isn't it it's like if you if it's happened once then mm. you know you're more anxious and then i i guess perhaps it's this we've been talking more and more about this kind of um you know being in your back brain and on fight flight and so you've got loads of adrenaline going through which seems to be they actually call it like toxic stress now cuz mm. i've been reading up about it um and and that's why um we need to regulate our nervous systems and and do breathing and calm down and all that stuff and that's why we use alcohol to to calm and and things like that so I don't know it's it's just an interesting one like I wonder why because again you could uh, it's it's that same thing as like why do we not drink we don't get craving to drink first thing in the morning well most of the time unless you're Mm -hmm. really sort of far down the dependence scale but you know but you get to the end of the day you get to wine o'clock and you're like oh right you know it's overwhelming so yeah it's like why are the why is that trigger on the I don't know it's fascinating why is that trigger on the tube on the way there Mm. is it the expectation that kind of pushes up your adrenaline levels Mm. to a point where you can't cope or something like that I wonder
1: yeah I don't know I don't know. I think it's the um, catastrophizing um, about terrorist attacks and a bit of claustrophobia um, and also because of the sensory processing, mm. because I have pro- sensory processing issues undiagnosed it's like that I hear the train um, doors kind of shut and they go, and then you hear lots of different things and you've got different people having different conversations and bright lights and things rushing past you. And then you've got, please stand clear of the doors, the da, 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 The next station. It's And it's just literally um, my brain. I can't take in all of that. So I start getting anxious.
0: But then I, so perhaps it's something to do with, you know once you've had the experience and that you know it's okay then it's like you 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 feel or maybe it's taking time that you know you've been through it and so on the way back you don't feel hmm. as anxious I don't know yeah don't perhaps know. yeah yeah it is all very these things kind of like you know they they do add into why or, or why we don't make decisions about things mm-hmm. about what we do um Yeah I mean I get you know it's it's coming back to this idea of comfort zones because there's certain things where it's like you we feel like we can do it by ourselves but it might take a little push and then there's certain things and I you know once you don't drink you feel everything so much more in your body and you're so much more aware that I literally like need help like I can't do it on my own. Mm. Like for me to get over the anxiety of going to yoga for the first time and all that built up like I'm not a yoga person and mm. this isn't my place and they're going to laugh at me and I mean I really struggle actually if if I don't consistently go then I go back into my comfort zone of like it's not for me mm. and so and then I really struggle to go back again yeah yeah so it's so the maybe it's thought. like inhabiting yeah maybe it's mm. like inhabit it goes to that the the stuff of the atomic habits mm. book james greer is it do you think that's clear. James, james clear, clear. yeah and he's he's all about you know how you change habits is by inhabiting the environment but also the the person so it's not like I go to the gym it's like I am a person that goes to the gym yeah so maybe there is that kind of self-talk of like I am a person that is calm and gets mm. on the tube maybe it's that it's the it's the like forcing back into an environment where you don't you don't feel like you inhabit anymore mm.
1: yeah interesting. yeah and I think that the somatic thing helped me because I did tapping you know I've been doing tapping with Rachel Welford Mm. that EFT stuff and actually I remembered the um that what we did in our session and actually it really does that does calm me down especially if I tap on my collarbone but I couldn't really kind of do a lot about that I realized I was doing it on the tube (laughs) And then someone was looking at me and I realized I was just kind of tapping on myself. Um, but that definitely that that's quite good for that kind of okay, I'm in sort of panic mode um mm. to get me back in a bit. Um so yeah. yeah, but just but you know, and I remember thinking and I thought that um I've got I have to kind of force myself out to do social things at the moment definitely I'd got into that sort of you know the whole Jomo thing and again it could be could be more winter that kind of thing that real I can get get cozy watch a box set get some hot chocolate and I don't really want to go out and force myself out at night I don't really like going out at night (laughs) who knew and um but so so that was out of my comfort zone. But mm. I just felt brilliant. And, you know, I could have just gone, oh, you know what, I can not quite sorted out the childcare and da-da-da-da-da. But I was like, no, and A, I really wanted to see Helen. And um, and also I just was like, I'd been going on, hadn't I? I need to see some art. I need to see some theatre. So I was like, well, I'm not going to suddenly duck out of that. That would be rubbish. Um, mm. So so the motivation was there the motivation was stronger than the so the payoff appeared stronger than me staying in my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and my family thing I wanted a bonding family thing so my payoff my perceived payoff that I was predicting by engaging my visual memory to play things forward was stronger than my kind of fear at that moment or my feelings of discomfort about going 50 foot up a tree or getting on a tube yeah so that's it yeah, It's, well, that's it, it? And Is it? it's part. Of,
0: yes. mm. and that's interesting um about the the fear factor like because actually there is a lot of fear of doing go Ape or doing any of these kind of like up in the trees I, um, as well as bloody nuts. <laughs> I mean and I had a similar thing because I went last year with the kids um and there is that kind of moment you're up there and it's and I'm not great with with heights <laughs> um yeah and there was a moment where I like dropped to my knees and was just like oh my <laughs> I don't think I think I might be a bit stuck like like you know sort of literal freeze it was just like I I can't get down and I can't go anywhere and like it was quite a difficult thing to kind of cross Um, Mm. but yeah but then that payoff of when you do it feels
1: so great. It feel
0: great, don't you?
1: Ride that adrenaline wave. That's like the proper kind of use of that adrenaline, almost to do a physical challenge. So actually, it feels good because it's supposed to feel good. Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah,
0: I guess it's that it's rechanneling that you know that we're our adrenaline is constantly overacting in the modern world yeah. and the, the stress and we're constantly constantly mm. like fight or flight mm. um and we were watching I was watching this um Ted talk about aces um adverse childhood experiences and you know saying that so many of us are due to you know whatever trauma so many of us are living in our back brain kind of fight flight which is you know back in the day was sort of you know, to fight a bear. Basically, it's like you're in the forest and you've you've got an obstacle or you've got something, and it's like, right, what do I do? Do I fight it or do I run away? And that adrenaline boost is there, and the cortisol is there to be able mm-hmm. to push you. You know, yeah, to, to give you the away. edge. Yeah, but you know that is overworking constantly. You know, which is why more and more people not only are looking for unhealthy ways to relax, but Mm. also looking for healthy ways to relax. Because it's like, even if you take alcohol out of the picture, it doesn't mean that stress, you know, disappears. And you still, you need to add in things like, you know, breathing or meditation or, you know, these why these things are actually Yoga. yoga, taking a bath, all these things. It's like, because you actually do still need to regulate your nervous system and calm down. Yeah. Um I've so, got yeah anything that you'd really yeah, like
1: on. at the moment talking about that you'd really like this. I've got a cashmere pair of long the uh, fingerless gloves mm. and yeah, I've, I've, I'm just putting them on now and they just feel like so cosy. that it's like someone holding my hands and that just makes me go ah. Oh. And it is, it's that sort of tactile thing or the breathing somatics, the lying down on the floor. I'm sorry, I know I keep going on about lying down on the floor, but lie on the floor, like literally lie on the floor. And, but but on a nice bit of floor, maybe with like a pillow or something and with a blanket and see, and I, I really calm down. If I get horizontal, my, um, my nervous system calms down.
0: There's so probably something the actually tube. to well, do with that. Literally
1: lay <laughs> down on the tube. It's <laughs> it. uh,
0: so, it
1: having that toolkit, isn't it? They'll be like,
0: on. start to identify it. Like, yep, that's a sober person. That's a sober. <laughs> it'll be like, you know, the late night tube. It's like the, the drunks and the sober people. Like <laughs> yeah. The drunks falling over all the place. Sober people all lying down on the floor. Their <laughs> <systems>. Tapping. <We're laughs> tapping away. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so because yeah. we wanted to talk about so comfort zones can be very reassuring and certainly yeah. like if you're you know in in a in a place of uh which is fragile you know if you've mm. just stopped drinking or if you've just like I don't know there's there's a lot going on it there is that kind of argument to mm. retreat yeah, like if you or if you've had
1: some kind of traumatic experience, it's like that's when you need to withdraw, retreat, get very small and and nurture and protect and lock down. You know, it's our woman cave that we talk about, isn't it? Yeah. That's like the quintessential kind of comfort zone and that has its place.
0: Yeah. And but then, I guess it's when, when you're starting to feel like you're stuck in a rut. Yeah, that's time to... Then the it's time to push the comfort zone. Yeah, um, and I guess we were because we were talking because both of us. Well, you 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 trained with the uh, the coaching academy, which is amazing mm. training course, and I did their open day. And one of their the exercises they do on their open day is the what's it called Fear Island or
1: yeah, Panic Island. So it's Panic Island. It is about comfort zones. And so we, yeah, you had to go to split up into these corners of the room. And and it was about, um, I think it was choosing something. And you weren't told what you were going to choose. And then they gave it to you. And you had to either go to, I'm um, comf- totally comfort, so the green the, then the day, the stretch zone, which was amber or something. Then the danger zone, which is red, and then there's panic island, which is there is no way in a million years you're going to fucking get me doing that. <laughs> so, um so and so then say for example, say was, for example, singing in front of yeah. You, yes. So the, the first card they pulled was like, okay, you've got to sing at your friend's birthday party, and so then you all have to split up. And then so what it was, it was quite interesting because for me, I. Wouldn't care about that at all. And then, but lo- you know, it shows that everyone's got their different things. They did a few things and everyone's mm. shifted around the room. But interestingly, so if you were on Panic Island, they asked the question, which was really helpful, I think. It's like, what one thing would move you one zone forward? Like, what would take you from Panic Island into, the, say, the danger zone, which you could probably manage, you just can't sustain? Or if you're in danger zone, what would take you into the stretch zone? So to get you off Panic Island, it's like someone came up with, well, I would, if my friend did it with me. That immediately put it almost into... I think she jumped two zones and just went into okay, i would be a bit of a stretch, but I'd be totally up for it. So thinking creatively, I suppose the tricky thing is to halt at that point if you because if you're at Panic Island, you're already in back brain. So how are you gonna breathe, steady yourself, regulate your nervous system, engage your frontal cortex and go, Right, I'm gonna generate an option that's gonna make this feel better. <laughs> so, um, but that's what we get really good at, isn't it? Being sober, right? That's what we train we're training daily 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 so theoretically hopefully that that's feeling a little bit easier
0: I guess Um, yeah I mean I've got some questions here that like for example so I mean if they they say that the comfort zone is is not a place where you know you action change essentially like you have to you have to move and push yourself out of the comfort zone to to change so yeah you know if you asked your question like For example, what what do you want to change in your life? Mm. And then what do you think is holding you back from making that change? And then what new doors might open if you make the change you envision? Mm. And then what steps will you take to support your goals? And then who are your allies, those that support your dreams? And then how will you reward yourself when you make progress? So I think like that there is that pause, but then it's like yeah, if you ask yourself some key questions, it's mm. like well, I really, really want to learn. I've got since I talked to Sam Quinlan, the mm. ICAD, um, yeah, about I, I've got this slight little inkling about horses that I'm, you know, horses have been a complete. Like no go area of my whole entire life. I don't know whether it's because we didn't have any money growing up, and my parents were like, "No, you don't like horses." <laughs> like we you literally can't. We it yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Like there's no way that you can get into horse riding because we can't afford it. So I think it's yeah. probably probably that. But it was it was never an option, and and so I kind of grew up just not really understanding. And I think it's when people get really into something i'm like oh i don't want to do that because everyone's the rebel in me it's like yeah why has everyone got horse pictures like i'm gonna have pictures of koalas you know like fuck you (laughs) um but anyway now that i'm slightly more open-minded in my old age and sober age um i'm slightly interested in horses but Mm. that is a huge 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 comfort zone thing for me Um, so I'm kind of mulling over it's like right what would I need how would I access it what information do I need like Mm. who do I need to sort of be friends with or contact that could introduce me like who Mm. could and so it is it's kind of building your pathway I suppose yeah yeah Um, and that totally relates to getting sober because it's Mm. like right what do I need how what information do I have? Where are the gaps? Like, how do I, who can help me? You know, um, that's why I always say to to people, like, make sure, you, you know, join loads of groups, don't just join one, because it's like, get as much on board as possible, you know. Mm. Um, But yeah, in a
1: way, it's interesting, isn't it? Because that when you first stop, like that day one is such a panic, like you'll, you you know, you're quite likely to be on panic island, yeah, right. So, to make it a small that's why you have ODA and one day at a time because that is just going to contain it for you. That's the boundary that's bringing you back from panic island into okay it's a big stretch you might even be in danger zone but you're not right out there in panic zone Mm. and the more you can do in those early days to bring you into comfort zone because you're already being stretched every single bloody day you're being stretched and you're having to think you're having to retrain the brain you're having to recalibrate create new habits so there's a lot going on so the more you can get into comfort zone in those early Mm. days the better And then you realize, like you say, okay, well, I'm starting to feel a bit bored now. I think I'm ready to, you know, take my, my dancing shoes and go dancing or something. And that's when you, I think then you can go into your stretch zone and then you can go, oh shit, I'm suddenly in my danger zone again. Fuck, I might actually be in panic. Oh my God, what do I do now? Right, okay, I send up a flare. I go to the loo. I realise that I've gone over my social window. I'm freaking out. And I get out of there. So there's quite a lot of movement between comfort zone and panic island. I think
0: in the early well, don't, days. Yeah, I don't are know. Pa- maybe panic. Well, you would hope you would hope not. You know, because mm. panic is is very dangerous. Um, and I guess that is. It's like if you you are consistently going like into panic, and and I mean that's like very close to drinking. Then it's like you really need to reassess yeah. what what you're putting yourself in. You'd hope that it'd be like. Right, I'm mostly in you know mostly hankers down in comfort zone Mm -hmm. and then little by little and I do think it's to do with your personality to do with your like this is where comparison comes in Mm -hmm. we were having a chat about this the other day you know in in the fact that I I can't drive to the supermarket and come back the same way like it bores the shit out of me like I'm someone that needs I, I really really like need a lot of change and you know I've moved I don't know how many times in my life and this is something that I'm addressing to try and put down roots and 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 embrace the comfort zone more I suppose Mm -hmm. um but like you know when I used to run half marathons which was quite a long time ago now but the idea of doing one where I'd have to run twice the same thing like some people that doesn't bother them at all or they wouldn't even think of it but for me it was like completely ludicrous like why would you do that like I have to do one that would be one massive loop so at least it was changing enough you know to get me all the way around so I do think it's quite personal and that's why it's like you know you're doing self-inventory of like well what what feels good to me you know some people would be like oh I I didn't change my social life at all I just carried on going out with my mates you know I didn't want anything so that's wicked Mm -hmm. for you but like. Is that going to be a trigger for you to drink or not? Like, where's your comfort zone? How confident are you? Like, how how you know well do you know yourself? How much of an introvert or an extrovert are you? Like, and work within that. What's interesting about that?
1: And I agree with you about that one hundred percent. But it's like that. I think one of the things that, especially in early sobriety, that I was really having to work hard on trying to understand and I guess this goes back to boundaries is is this a limiting belief and therefore I should take action and push through it or is this actually me protecting myself and I think one of the interesting things about early sobriety as well is that I don't think I'm alone in that, That the fact that I don't know because I've not done it very much. I haven't got a clear sense of my boundaries as a sober person.
0: Oh, 100%, yeah.
1: Um, so it's that, isn't it? And I think in the early days, so that if it's not a hell yeah, it's a hell no really helped me to stay in comfort to stretch because I had a tendency to throw myself on my sword and not protect enough and end up in danger zone um yeah too absolutely. much you know yeah. and it's about respecting those limits so there's something about boundaries and limits and sensing those and and hone it and becoming better at yeah recognizing those I suppose um
0: yeah, yeah I mean I, I don't know whether perhaps they're two different things you know it's like a comfort is is a comfort zone something positive or negative or can it be both because it's certainly for me it sounds like I get a negative reaction to it it's like no I don't I'm
1: like I love the comfort zone I think the comfort zone is 100% essential like if you don't have your if you don't have a comfort zone you can't feel safe
0: yeah, maybe you can't, that's, you can't that's why, maybe, that maybe that's my life
1: days. story. Yeah, <laughs> but that is that you know ability to be a safe haven for yourself is that work of self compassion, isn't it? And that de- not catastrophizing and that and that that safety zone. Mm, there, that's though, interesting. You know, yeah,
0: um,
1: and so danger zone to me is not not very nice I don't really like the thought of the danger zone I'm all right with the stretch and I'm all right with the comfort um
0: I do think it comes back to how ease like how maybe it's an extra introvert thing I don't know or how you you work because um because you see it with different people in our group and people that we coach like some people it's like I need I need change like I need more And then there's other people that just like, just, you know, just let me be at home in my PJs and, Mm. you know, and maybe there is that thing of like, I don't know, it's a difficult one because sobriety wouldn't have worked for me if I wasn't, you know, getting that rush, I guess, of meeting new people and going out and, but that's nothing to do with like going out to, with drinking people that's to do mm. I suppose it is still a comfort zone thing because it's like I love going to sober events mm. because I need that change and like meeting people and chatting to people and and hearing stories so that is
1: within your comfort zone yeah you see all of that is and you you're moving your tendency to move was it was was it in your comfort zone your your will to settle is not has not been in your comfort zone perhaps
0: mm, yes Yes, yeah, so comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean staying still. In your pyjamas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, mine does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Habitual. Habitual, I suppose. And that's why to stay, it's like some habits are really good and some habits service and some don't. Mm. And I guess when we when we get more skillful with age and sobriety, hopefully, and you know, <laughs> doing, doing that daily work, then... then you can have a look can't you you know like you said about micro changes yielding macro results as well like they sometimes they're not they don't have to be massive I think all the drama of being a drinker made me think I had to do really big um you know grand gestures and actually sometimes it isn't you know Mm. Um, just working with your own Yeah, and what can affect it then? So, like, obviously, some kind of you know panic or trauma can affect your what's what's in your comfort zone or not. I think the rite of passage to motherhood is a big one. Some kind of really changing role Mm. can massively alter your comfort zone. Um, Maybe any time you get knocked off balance, really. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm still, sorry, I've just, I'm I'm mulling over this fact that actually, you know, I've, I've, I've um, aligned comfort zone with, with stillness and staying still. And actually, you know, it's the complete opposite for me. So my comfort zone is movement and 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 work and busyness and no 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 not necessarily that it, that's good and so me stretching my comfort zone is actually A getting tech fast getting still. still yeah yeah
1: exactly exactly mm. that's
0: uncomfortable
1: or that may be
0: uncomfortable yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound as exciting as going as to go ape though. To be fair,
1: <laughs> that's only because I'm such a lazy bitch. I've just been quite like <laughs> sitting up on my pajamas on my sofa. Um, no, it's not. It's, uh, not at all. Yeah, but then yeah, I think. But my comfort zone up to that, my habitual things had been that kind of trying to calm regulate and calm my nervous system so I've been doing a lot of that somatic work I've been doing a lot of yoga I laid down on you know that kind of thing and actually what I needed what I needed probably was a real boost of something you know to properly shake things up so Mm, again it's that sort of hedonic adaptation isn't it and that kind of need for variety to to be successful. I can't just use the same old tools and expect them always to work. I've got to shake it up a bit. I've got to again stretch out of my comfort zone a bit. If if and things that, are not yeah. working, if things are not if things are not doing it, it's like that do something else. That that thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think like, you know, we work on this balance kind of idea and I suppose that that is it's like perhaps if it's if you've been sort of heavily in sort of slow mode um then it's like look at the opposite so it's like what what is kind of like what can you do that's high intensity or high kind of rush or or um or very fun or lots of laughter or you know what is it to shake it up and to 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 balance you know balance Mm -hmm. them up because we need both obviously yeah um but it's true and I, I guess because um you know because of our position you know we both work from home we're both mums you know we're we would we are in the house a lot a lot of it is is that pushing that comfort zone is getting out and you know and moving and outside and and doing things that are a bit more I mean I'm going to take the kids to you know a a water park or whatever on Friday Mm -hmm. Which I'm definitely looking for, you know. Oh, lush! Yeah, yeah. going down the, f- the 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 flumes.
1: The flumes. Yeah, excellent.
0: Apart from, I always like come up, up from underneath with like one boob hanging out and like a wedgie, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most. I don't know what happens. I can never come out of those things like elegantly. It's no. just like, so but nice. you know, um, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. it is. So, yes, I guess the the, the tip or the kind of conclusion is is like maybe if you feel stuck in a rut, then it's like what's one thing you can do to push yourself a little bit in the other direction, you know, so – because okay. that's true because
1: I was doing quite a lot of feeling like I just wanted everybody to leave me alone like I just like oh just want a bit of space and actually what that was was completely different it was like proper family time all together all doing a shared activity and so I thought I needed space I didn't I needed to properly connect mm. but it was getting out of the house doing something different and yeah not have um and again, not the bleed between roles that sort of, you know, switch off the phone. I, I actually did text someone when I was up a tree because I had to, had someone I needed to. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? Put the phone away, put the phone away. But apart from that one moment, I was mindful. You have to be mindful because otherwise you might not clip yourself and then you might die. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's I'm leave nice. it there. Yeah. What's your tip of the day? tip of the day
1: well it will relate to that because I have actually pushed my comfort zone um and I have signed up for a co-working space because I was fed up of you know I keep hearing myself and us two talking about and me going no I can't because I've got this and this and this and I've got and this sort of um my mum's space my You know, the mum role and the work role, and in my family, it not being respected. Like, my closed door to the office doesn't mean a closed door. It means someone can wander in and go, Have you seen my sock? Or can I have some Nutella on toast? And I was, and I'm like, I'm recording something, or I might be talking to a client. It's like, this is not okay. So I was like, Fuck it, I'm just going to go 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 get an office so I am um, amazing that was quite out of my comfort zone because I've been all about like no must save money I can't possibly afford it and I was like actually I'm these are my own limiting beliefs you know my husband has thankfully got a job now so we're not so much in in danger zone with that and yeah no I'm going to prioritize my work and I just I'm going to leave the house I've put my lipstick on I did my hair and uh, it felt good so yeah that wasn't a tip of the day that was just me going on about me (laughs) (laughs) what's my tip of the day okay have a look at the the roles again you can never like if you're you know your worker mum parent and just try and clean up it's like taking one of those like um Oh, a pens, and just go around the edges of your rolls and see what you can tidy up. And go, no, you belong there, and you belong there, and you ain't coming in there, and you are not coming in there. And see if it lowers your kind of stress levels. That'll be my my tip of the day. I like it.
0: Thank you, Anywood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, I think it is rest sleep rest like because it's been something that i struggled with for so long i'm so you know i just i can see it straight away in my mood in my the way i function if i if i'm not well rested it kind of just everything starts to fall apart and like and just building in rest um in your day whether it's just 5 minutes or to have a cup of tea but actually just not do anything else mm. um yeah I think it's yeah. really key or get up a bit earlier and um yeah you know just yeah. so you've got time to just rest and yeah so just keep an eye on that mm. I yeah I love that And know even if because definitely this has come up for a few people And it did for me as well. It's like, well, you know, I've stopped drinking and I'm not sleeping very well at all. But it's like, but at least the sleep you're getting is quality sleep, you know, and rather that rather have, you know, four hours of clean quality sleep than, Mm. you know, knocking yourself out with half a bottle or a bottle of wine, blacking out and then waking up at five feeling horrendous so just remember that sort of thing
1: yeah yeah Yeah, definitely
0: what's your reason to love sober I
1: think it's the the freedom to choose what the day looks like and to not have it ruled by by that by you know like sort of oh that kind of having to drag yourself around with the hangover but actually thinking I've got a bit of slack here if I decide I want to get up at 5am and do a bit of work I can do that I can set my alarm and do a bit of meditation or I can you know I can I feel like that that thing in the tarot card is the magician is the first and you've got this figure of it is a male in the tarot pack unless you've got the goddess one and you've got these tools and you can actually you know use the right tool for the right job and I and I love that I love thinking okay I could possibly do that maybe that sort of yeah ability to choose and think creatively and have just a bit more leeway because you're not constantly reacting from a hangover or the want to drink you know yeah so it's that it's that it's that wiggle room that you get
0: I love the word wiggle Wiggle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um what's my reason to love sober um well I think because I'm starting to coach now you know I've finished my diplomas I'm starting I'm doing a, a training with Jolene Park which is amazing but you know I've got a couple of clients and I wouldn't be doing this if I hadn't got sober like I wouldn't have changed career I'd still be doing something that was breaking me physically and mentally so mm. yeah so that's really exciting and my my husband came in the other day and, and he was like so he was like and he just clicked his finger he's like 2020 it's your year and I was like okay <laughs> but he was just really excited that he can see it now like he can see everything coming together and you know all our work and the stuff that we're doing and you know we're redesigning the website and there's just a lot of of positive movement even though it's hard and you know financially it's still challenging blah 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 um you know it's exciting and, and sobriety has given me yeah options as you said you know it's given me so many options mm. that I didn't have and I didn't even know that you could have options before yeah you know yeah um, and actually that's part of your the brain function that's that's ruined by alcohol is being able yeah. to see <laughs> options so
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah funny that yeah mm. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And I love the, the fact that whenever you um, you talk about your husband, you put on that accent. Slightly. In, <laughs> it <sounds> sli- nothing. <laughs> hello, hello. It sounds nothing like
0: him. <laughs> Slightly Indian, a little bit Italian <laughs> and not at all French. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, la la.
1: So, yeah, well, we should wrap it up there, shouldn't we? Um, yeah. So if you're immediately concerned about your drinking, just get in touch. You could reach uh, Mandy or myself at info at lovesober.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, just get in touch. We love to hear from people. Um, please help other people find our um, podcast um, on Spotify and iTunes by rating and reviewing it. That would be really, really helpful so that other people can, can find it. Yeah. Um, you know, just get in touch. You know, ask your GP or Soberistus has a, a confidential, ask the doctor service or um, Alcohol Change has agencies of local support in your area. The She Recovers, there's still the Club Soda. There are so many places that, you know, you can actually connect with, with people and you're not alone. So do reach out. And in the meantime, have a good week and we'll see you next week for more chat.